Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Oh man! Turn Woo! it down! Turn it down! It's Turn too it loud! Down. It is too this loud! This is March. Slip the DJ a twenty dollar bill. Turn it down, please. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Losers Lounge. <laughs> Dead <laughs> silence. Man, what's wrong with you guys? Come on! It's the dog days. You guys, <laughs> you guys are freaking out. It's, it's the not dog the dog days. days. That's the problem. It's not the dog days. No one's it's freaking out. Dog days. No one's freaking out. But I just feel like Spurs I watched. Days. I just watched a terrible movie. You yeah. only watch a terrible movie and you, everybody walks out and no one talks about it for a while. Yeah, yeah, it's like a battle. You're just like, what a good movie. You walk out, you're like, oh, man, did you see like a bad movie? You walk out, you're like, did you like that? Did you like that? You're like, <laughs> I hope not. I'll judge you if you did. Uh, guys, Dev sends his condolences. Yeah. <laughs> man, you, man, you and Dev ducking <laughs> out on these last I'm, two losses, I'm man. A lot you, of foresight right there. I'm not scared of the grind. <laughs> I'm not scared. These boys run, dude. I'm not scared of the grind. There is nothing better, though, when you're off on a loser's lounge. Yeah. It's like the greatest. When there's a great winner's lounge and you're off, the worst. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're like, We're going to make it fun, though, guys. We're going to make it fun for you. I <sighs> promise. We'll have some jokes. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, We're going to reminisce. Really, dude. And of Here's course, a joke. The Denver Nuggets. Somebody <laughs> said I'm bringing toxic positivity. <laughs> All right, you know what? Let's do it. Let's bring some toxic po- positivity. I got Brennan Vote to help me. Oh, man. How about MPJ choking out Zach Collins? That there's was just, actually cool. That was the best moment of the game. That know? was, dude. Who Who is better at choking tonight, MPJ or Jamal? <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow, we're going to be hard on him. Uh, uh, D-line. <laughs> want to talk about toxicity. D-line's going to bring it tonight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. I didn't put it on the timeline. I saved it for the show. Oh, God. <laughs> he stepped away from Twitter. All right. Man. D-line. And then over there, the handsome one, Harrison. Well, I feel like, D-Line, you held it together yeah. a couple nights ago against the Rockets. Thank you for that. I was I was hosting, so thank you for that. Uh, but feel free to let it rip tonight. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to let it rip. Do you guys want to know, just to kind of show you how locked in I was tonight, it's the Spurs. They're trying to lose. I didn't even do a fast breakdown. No. I didn't even do one. I was just like, what do we need to go over the details for? So I don't have one. So what happened is he dunked on him with the left. <laughs> and then he got in his... In, is that the only note? In the back of uh-huh. his head. Kind yeah. of, not even in his face. The back of his head. Yeah. And then uh, Porter told him to sit down and go home. <laughs> Michael Porter we- Jr. channeled all of Denver. All of the frustration. Zach Collins has been trying to fight the Nuggets for four years. I know. He we really all want to do that to Zach and he went, Collins. And he went for what he maybe I'm thought kidding. was the weakest link, and he got told not to really. F off. That was great. And then it didn't, like, I thought, I was like, after that, oh, Nuggets going to rally. Yeah, yeah. They just don't yeah. care, man. I mean, that's that's the thing. But let's just go to big takeaways here. Uh, Win, start us off. You got to have a big takeaway tonight. Man, I mean, my big takeaway is 
I know it's March, but this is a bad loss. Like, this is a really bad loss. The Spurs are tanking. We talked about that in the pregame show. They've turned on. They've turned the tank button to on. And this is the Spurs' first win over a West playoff team since October 30th. It's their <laughs> sixth win over a Western Conference team all season. And here's what the Spurs did tonight. They have this guy that they just signed to Sa- a two-way contract. Yeah, what's his name? Sandro Mamakuleshavili. Seton Hall legend, by the way. They signed him to a two-way contract a couple weeks ago. He doesn't play a minute the entire first three quarters. Starts the fourth quarter, plays the entire rest of the game. Now, now why would Popovich do that? that? He actually just just played himself out of the NBA. (laughs) That was as clear of a tanking move that I've seen in a while from a team. And the Nuggets still get outscored. In the fourth quarter, thirty to twenty-seven, and take the L. Like this game, it was gift wrap for Denver. Like they came out in the first quarter, jumped on the Spurs, outscored them by twelve points, and then just took their foot off the gas and and let the San Antonio have it. Man, I'm glad you brought up the point about tanking because this was like, what are you doing playing this dude? Not, not at all. And then the entire fourth, what you're doing is trying to get. And by the way, they were in a deep drop. I mean, part of this was they were daring Jamal Murray to hit wide-open threes tonight in the fourth quarter, and he just wasn't up for it. And I'm not trying to put this all on him, but I'm just saying the Spurs went into a defense that was designed to give them the worst chance of winning, and yet they still won tonight. (laughs) Tough one. Um, D-line. Yeah. Uh, So, Wind, I'd say you brought – you were accurate on all accounts. You were insightful. Thank you. But I would say it was a three out of five peppers. I I would agree with that. Yeah, Yeah. I would agree with that. Medium. D-line? Classic me take. Uh, <laughs> I know. Three pepper wind over here. I, I have, the, the truth. Yeah. I have such an internal struggle going on inside of me. I have the... Rage? The rage that comes from watching the Nuggets give absolutely no effort again for a game that ultimately doesn't matter. But I am, as I like to bring up, a human being. Mm-hmm. that devotes a lot of his time to watching these Nuggets, uh, devotes a lot of his time to getting other people interested in Nuggets, and in many ways, honestly, contributes to the millions of dollars that these guys make. Yeah. And they just ruined so many people's nights because they just did not care. And it is so frustrating to get... Like, you just want your team that you put all of your faith in to just do the, sl- the smallest possible thing, which is care. I've never seen worse interior defense than the Nuggets rolled out tonight. Nikola Jokic was embarrassing. Thomas Bryant could have gotten 20 and 10 on this defense. You, you could get around Nikola Jokic with one pivot move every single time. It, it was To say it was pathetic is like, I mean, it discredits who he is, so I won't say it was pathetic, but it was not... It was not good looking. Jamal Murray was looked slow. He couldn't get around anybody. He was contained. He was swallowed up at the point of attack every single time. Couldn't get any goddamn shots off. When he had open shots, bricked them all. Um, I mean, it was just gross. This game was. It just like makes you feel gross. But it's like, I. This is where I have to turn to the more enlightened side of myself, which is somebody that is very aware of the Avalanche. And what the Avalanche did just last year, being in the exact same position yes as the Denver no, Nuggets. Yes, no, though. But the Avalanche tank, the Avalanche bad was like six games. 
Well, we I mean, still this got has been fifteen, man. Like we got a long way. Well, to Well, we don't know what this looks like. How long? The, the, how long we're in this? But it was this. Like, and people were like, "That team can't win. You can't." Blah, blah, blah. And we're we're there. I mean, we know what the Nuggets can do. We saw them do it to the Memphis Grizzlies. And like, as soon as they did, like they've just been off since they gave it their all. And it sucks because we're we're all still here, <laughs> but they're not. This is the most indicative thing. I wasn't on the last Losers Lounge. The most indicative thing of the thing you're talking about, Eric, because there's layers of meaning to everything. And sometimes, like, we use the phrase all the time, this game doesn't mean anything, right? But it does mean something. And what everything means, means something. It means, well, forget the context of what it means to the greater season. There is just the sense, and the NBA has gone so far away of this, of, like, it just means something to the fans that, like, went out of their way to watch the game, drove down to a bar to, like, pay money for drinks and stuff because they What's the best thing you can do with your Friday night? Watch yeah, the Denver Nuggets. Oh, it's a celebration of Denver it's and life. And, and the no, there's no thing that's more indicative of this. You guys didn't even see it, although you saw it on the timeline. That Bulls game, again, didn't matter. But it sucks so bad to have to sit through the final four minutes of this game with the Bulls fans doing yeah, a chant all the time. And you're just like... And it's one of those things where I don't know if Jeff Green and Bruce Brown and Jamal Murray and Nicole Jokic have a pride of the city of Denver. Because I think in today's professional sports, you're so removed from all of those things. But it was one of those things where it's like, this game didn't matter, except right. it sucks for our own building to get taken over by these transplants and yeah, stunted on care, by people. And all care. the Nuggets fans made fun of as they walk out of the building by some drunk guy from Chicago. Yeah, and you can't say anything. And you can't say anything. And it's the same tonight. Like, I don't know if the players care about that, nor do I know if they should. But it is one of those things where we're in this moment now where we care. Well, and it sucks we don't get that. There's two sort of different conversations because, okay, what's happening here? It's effort. They're not trying hard enough. I Especially on defense. They're not focused. That, they're not focused. That's, that's, that's they're, the they're not connected they're not in any way. Yeah, they're, they're just showing up and playing. Like, and that happens. There's a very clear answer to what the problem is right now. But when you say that, I don't expect everyone to be cool with it. Right, you know? right, right. It's not fun when effort's the problem. You didn't. You don't sit down to watch them not try hard. Yeah. You know. So I, I understand a lot of frustration. Oh My yeah. My big takeaway, guys, is I think if you're not going to play defense to that extent, just rest some guys. Just rest some guys. If they're going to play, play and try to win. Play with a little more pride. Second game in a row where they played great basketball for six minutes and then just stopped trying. That's easy. That's more tenable if you're resting, guys. But they're not even doing that. So to me, it's like you, you got to play a little harder and play with pride. The, the paragraph ends at some point, right? You get to the sentence of, and so now they're bad. I would stop there. I'm right, going to take right, the right. rest of the season over these three games. But there is still reacting to these games. And in the meantime, they're just not trying hard enough. I would I, tell Aaron Gordon to take a week off, take four games off. Go to Joshua Tree. Go, <laughs> go wherever you need to go. Joshua, get Tree. healthy, rest your body, come back for the final Joshua ten games of the season. I mean, look, he's hurt right now. He's he's banged up. I just think a lot of the Nuggets, you know, are in that in that way. And my big takeaway is I'm going to go another player, and I'm going to go to Jamal Murray. Nine of twenty-one tonight, two of eight from three. He's the all-time franchise record. Do you have his stats? Is his Mogert up there, Kale? <laughs> Oh, it's not ready yet. Everyone's well. like, oh, why does Adam call it yogurt? I'm like, because Adam is an idiot, and he won't, <laughs> he, he will only, he won't say the stat thing. It's the name of the file, and everyone's like, why is it a yogurt? It's I'm a like, gogurt. It, why is it a yogurt? Why? Nobody realizes. Nobody realizes these long yogurt in a tube. I don't. I pretend I don't know what's happening. Jokes from Adam, which when you're on the inside, you're like, God damn it, just say the fucking. It's not called a yogurt. 
<laughs> like oh, so many people, so, so many people asked me about that. So many people have asked me about that. That was so great. Oh, that felt That's what he so wants. Amazing. I gave it to him. The frustration from the last two games boiling over. It's just a non-nuggets take right now from Z-Line. Wow. This man has reached his point of no return. Oh, that felt so amazing. Yeah, for me too, actually. Jamal Murray tonight. I did. Do you feel better now? I do. Whenever the yogurt's ready, throw it up there. Nine of 21 shooting, two of eight from three. He's the all-time franchise leader. Guys, can I Tonight was the night. Today was the day. We did it. We did it. I was sitting here thinking last night, or when I was at the game, when they were down like 15 and Murray was still out there, I kept thinking like, it would suck if he hit a three right now. Yeah, I know, man. It would be the lowest feeling. He should have saved it for next game. Little did I know. He almost did. It was <laughs> so much lamer to do it tonight on the road in another lo- even worse loss yeah. to an even worse team. Um, <laughs> but my real takeaway here, and look, I don't even think he necessarily played terrible tonight. 24 points, 7 assists, 3 steals, 2 blocks, 6 rebounds. He filled up the stat sheet. Um, he was only a minus 4. I'm a little worried about Jamal, though. The... Bad Jamal is record-scratching catch-and-shoot threes. He had, like, five of those tonight, including in key moments when you're like, hey, if you catch and shoot that wide-open three and knock it down, Denver goes up one and everything feels great. But if you don't record-scratch, pull it out, and then shoot a fall away that you miss, it feels terrible. And he had those tonight yeah. in, uh, like, a couple times. And then my other and probably more concerning take, and Eric and I were talking about this as we were sitting, I feel like he's lost his shake. This is the thing about the Jamal Murray experience. He's better than Devin Booker sometimes, like 10% of the times, and he's worse than Devin Fassell 10% of the times. So true. And then in the middle of that, he's sort of like somewhere on that scale, and it's just so frustrating because you tell people like, no, this guy, man, I'm telling you, he's unbelievable. I just worry that this last run has, he's lost his wiggle. He's lost a little bit of his shake, and tonight was the loudest I had seen of that. He he seems like oddly out of shape suddenly. <laughs> yeah, the, you know he was he, like really breathing hard last game, breathing hard this game. Can't get by anybody. It's confusing, man. What were you gonna say, Harrison? No, I mean about that. He played thirty-seven minutes tonight and didn't even stagger with the bench in the first half. Did in the second half because they cut the rotation down. We can get to that <laughs> later. <laughs> but no, I agree, man. I mean. I can't wait for Wins fire on that take. <laughs> I can't wait. It's gonna be. Yeah, he's to gonna that. be so we can, good. We can get to that later. Uh, um, but I mean, yeah, I agree. I agree. He doesn't have the shake. He. It seems like he's getting tired at points during games. And um, I mean, I, I was harping on it all season. I thought they were playing him too much early in the year. I don't know if that's directly impacting what we see now. But um, yeah, he was not great tonight. Are you worried like I am about him? Like, oh, I mean, the conditioning's kind of always been for me. The th- he was back though, man. Well, that's the thing though. So yeah. when he, he missed, was. he missed those X games with knee knee soreness, and then an All Star. And break. it feels like he's. And then there's the All Star break, so it feels like he's building back up to it. So, I mean, we'll see. I, for me, the biggest thing is that the those two guys, Jamal and Jokic, they didn't play any defense at all tonight. We can. The offense was actually pretty good on the road. I know the Spurs are terrible. One thirteen point five offensive rating, which is for them low, but it, it's not that bad. With the way that game was going, they were putting points up. They just couldn't sit down and guard anyone. So, I, I don't know, man. A little bit with Jamal, I'm seeing that, but I, I would say for now, 
I'm going to think it was that little hiccup, that missed time, and he's ramping back up a little bit. But I think Wind is on to something that he's had to play more minutes than was, than should have been plan A from the jump. To, I, I literally just, like, the reason that they're, they've lost these last two games is it's all defense. It's really just all defense. They just, and defense is all just want to, and it's all communication. It's all like, the way that the, the Spurs were just going directly to the basket. It was the same thing Toronto did. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. it's just same di- thing Chicago did. Directly to the basket. No, uh, just getting no um, friction at all. Just doing exactly what they wanted. And that comes from just guys being like, uh, they just, they, and that doesn't, you don't just lose that overnight. But what you do lose overnight is the motivation. They just, they, just clearly not motivated. There's truly nothing else to read into this. They, yeah. There's no, a team does not get this good to this bad this quickly on talent and, you know, team construct alone. Like, they just don't, they don't care. And it sucks. Like, it sucks that they don't care, but they don't. Like, so we can be mad about it, but it's like, th- there's only so much analyzing that you can do. You're I like, agree. Yeah. I agree. 100%. Yeah. I, I think a big part of it is. Look, they're now six games up on uh, the number two seed in the West. They did their job this regular season. Yeah. They c- took care of the division. They were great at home. They checked off all these boxes. They took care of business the regular season. Like They accomplished the task in the regular season. And it's tough for us to see, but naturally, when you just look at the standings and you look at how many games are left, it's natural for NBA players to take their foot off the gas. Now, us sitting here, I, our take is, is it really that hard to just try one out of every three nights during the week? It shouldn't be, according to us, but that's just how NBA players and teams are wired, yeah. and it was totally expected, I think, for the Nuggets to have this drop-off at this point totally. in the season, which is where they're at in the standings, and that's just the reality. And some of the stuff you're seeing and hearing right now, I think, is... Like, you can be mad about these losses. They're no fun to watch. But it, in terms of, like, the team identity, and they don't have killer instinct, and if you get physical, they go soft. I think they've answered all those questions this season time and time again. They of have. Course, That's the they thing. They just beat the Grizzlies. Yeah. They, yeah. If we hadn't seen and it. And locked them down in the fourth quarter, like, arguably the most physical so team in the league. This is simple, man. Like, if you think this is the team that's going to show up in the playoffs, you're right. They'll lose in the first round. I don't think that's the team that's going to show up in the playoffs. But Adam has made a good point. It's not like there are three games left. There's couple, there's there's some games to play, and technically the one seed isn't locked up yet. So at some point you got to just start playing defense again, and until they do, like they're going to keep dropping these games. That's that's the whole thing of it. I do think that there is a level where you can overanalyze these. To me personally, I just I don't think they matter. They're not going to concern me yeah. at all. Um, I don't think we'll remember any of these here in about three weeks. But. Not. It's going to suck to have to go through. And I hope that it ends sooner than I think. I just don't think it's going to. Let's take our first break. On the other side, let's get into Jokic's night because I'm very curious to see what you guys all think about him tonight and the record, unfortunately, that is tainted after tonight's game. God, maybe he's bad. (laughs) Guys, Ivy Nutrition, (laughs) stop by their Wash Park location. We were just there a couple weeks ago. We got all hooked up with IVs, B12 shots, the works, these guys are awesome, super professional. We had a great experience there. Stop by their wash park Gotta go location. Back next week. 
Yeah, we got to go once a week. Yeah. So we we fell behind this week. But um, stop by their Wash Park location on the corner of Alameda and Downing. Anyone who mentions DNVR when they come in will receive a 50% off discount on their first IV nutritional drip. Call them 720-259-4404. You can also talk Nuggets with them. Like, they're huge Nuggets people. Huge Nuggets people, yeah. man. Really cool you place. You can talk DNVR Nuggets with them if yeah. you want to. They watch the show. They're probably watching right now. Shout out to IV Nutrition. They got a bunch of different things that they do there. Wellness blood testing and consultations. Intermuscular injections and vitamin formulas. They got the Express Lunch Break Drip, Hydration Drips, Balanced Brain, Mega Multi. They got tons of options. So check these guys out. Their Wash Park location, Corner, Alameda, and Downing. Uh, also check out the American Raptors. They play at Infinity Park. They've joined a new league, the Columbia Rugby Federation. Stay up to date. Stay up to date with all the news around the Raptors and their move to the brand new Super Rugby Americas. By following along at DNVR underscore rugby, that's on Twitter. Colton Strickler, our guy, he's going to keep you updated with weekly podcasts and regular written content. American Raptors games are free. Six matches at home, six matches on the road. They play at Infinity Park. Check them out. There you go. Back here, segment two, DNVR Nuggets podcast. Don't forget, you guys can subscribe to the pod. So if you ever miss a live post-game show, you can listen to us in the car. Let's get to Jokic tonight. 14 of 24, 4 of 6 from 3. He's a three-point shooter now. He's letting it fly from 3 for some There's reason. There's the Gogurt. Whoa. There's the Gogurt. It's up there. Oh, that man. looks good. I man, if you I told me those numbers yet. and it was the Spurs, I'd be like, Nuggets won Hell like yeah. 20 points. 37, 11, and 11. On 14 of 24, shooting 4 of 6 from 3, and he was a minus 2 tonight. It's <laughs> God. The defense was truly bad, but truly. man, this is wild to think of those numbers. Wynn, yeah. how do you analyze this? I did not like the game Nikola Jokic played tonight, and that is going to seem crazy considering he scored 37 points and shot 14 of 24. But, like, Nikola Jokic, in my opinion, did not seem like himself tonight. It seemed like he was forcing the issue offensively in a way that we don't usually see him force the issue in the regular season. Like, I feel like he felt like for some reason, and this is just what I thought watching him play, I feel like he was thinking score, 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 score from the opening tip. And he was shooting a lot of threes. You know, he was a little sloppy, five turnovers. I... He had a nice offensive game, a really nice offensive game, obviously, 37, 11, and 11. But he just didn't seem like he was his normal self. He kind of went outside of what I think how he would have liked to play. And I don't know why that is. Maybe, you know, Michael Malone got on him and said he needed to score more. That's what I think a lot of, like, Jokic's big offensive games after a, a slow couple games are a result of. But, um, I mean, his scoring was great tonight. I just don't feel like this was typical him, if that makes sense. I feel like there was just something something different, something Dude. out of the ordinary from what his usual mindset is during a game. That's it, what I noticed, at least. This was like there, there was no, like, standard Jokic process in this game. None. It was so weird. Like, he was... It's funny because all the time we, we spend being like, oh, I wish he was just more aggressive. Just go to the basket. Like... And he was doing that tonight, and he was like, man, this is weird. Like, this doesn't feel right. Like, nobody else is involved. But then he couldn't, like, he wasn't getting teammates involved. But even if he was, they weren't completing the the play anyway. It, it, yes, tonight just felt very loose, 
very sloppy again, and just out of character. That's exactly the way to, to frame uh, yeah, it. Yeah, it, it's tough to describe, but yeah, just like out of out of character, maybe. Offensively, I mean, he was 37-11 and 11. I think, <laughs> I think there, vote. there are three or four turnovers in there where you're like, that was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, I actually haven't looked at the bot score, so I don't know how they many turnovers five. there But to me, to me, it's like, just quickly, I'm sorry. It's sure, just yeah. like, he's dominant. You're like, oh, 37-11-11. But like, he didn't get the team going yeah. like he normally he didn't does. control like, the game i feel like I, like he does when he's at his best i get what i'm picking up what you guys are putting down yeah i just think, it's tough to describe i but. just think it would all the offense everything he did would hit so much harder if they had just played any defense and they win this game by 10 points you're going oh 37 11 and 11 to me that was it he these last three games are the least i've ever seen him play defense like going back to the initial days, this part it's pretty clear what he's doing in terms of conserving energy, not trying to just not caring enough. Um, but I don't think you have to be on board with that. Like he is, he is not contesting anything at the rim, and I know he typically tries to avoid the foul trouble in quarters one through three. But he's like, he's pulling away. Yeah, he's backing away from. I mean, guys he only right had now. two fouls tonight. <laughs> yeah, so I just think. His defense me, is so weird, man. He's it. Is he this bad now? No, defense? no, no. I think his defense right now is the most it's March thing about this team. Is I think he now that's you can take that as a criticism, man. Like he should play harder, but I just think right now he can't be bothered to to try to contest a shot. It's weird because I think when we're most frustrated with him is when he can't be bothered to be aggressive offensively, and he was hyper aggressive tonight from the yeah. get. He was really, really aggressive, and that's the part. And I even think he was effective. He did miss a few shots that whatever. And I do think San Antonio, in part, played him to score tonight. They, they played him one on one. They played him to score, yeah. so he took advantage and had a good, not great night, but a pretty good night. Usually fourteen and twenty four. You know, we've seen him go better than that against some of the guys that were guarding him. So, again, it wasn't a great night from him. The defense to me is the part where I'm like, <laughs> some of these plays that he's getting scored on, you want to pull your hair out. You're like, you can't get scored on these little spin moves from Keita Bates Diop and stuff, right? In the paint. <laughs> like, that's not a guy you should be letting. If he's right. scoring, what's LeBron going to do in the first round of a playoffs? And I know his intensity isn't there, but this is the concern I have. And I don't want to be hot to Jokic is in hell. By the way, he's in hell. Uh, NBA superstardom for him is hell because yeah, he's yeah. a famous person. Because he hates the MVP conversation when he's winning it. But now guess what we get to talk about? It's the conversation getting to him. He has played three straight games. Nuggets are one Scott Foster ejection away from possibly being 0-3 on the week. <laughs> like, I mean, Shout out Scott Foster. Actually, I mean, we love you. I actually Friend think the, the Nuggets were going to win that game either way. But it doesn't matter. Let's just say they... Who knows? They could easily be 0-3 here. And I'm looking at this. What does that coincide with? It coincides with all of this conversation surrounding the MVP and Jokic and everything else. And I just wonder, is he just in hell right now? And that's part of what's reflecting on the team. I, I don't want to go there. I, I don't think so. Um, but he can't let it affect him like that. Like, we've... we've been impressed with how he's never let the noise get to him or has very rarely ever let the noise get to him. And I mean, look, there's been these conversations about Jokic and the MVP the last three years. This year, it's obviously the loudest. And right now, it's obviously the loudest. But he usually doesn't let it get to him. I mean, if it is, I feel like he's just got to rise above it, right? Like, yeah. he just he can't let it get to him. I mean, he's just got to be above that. Don't you think? Yeah. Yes, but it's like, uh, to quote a famous philosopher from years back, 
Jokic is a goldfish. He will grow to the size of his bowl. Like he, his bowl so tiny. The right bowls now. are real tiny. Like he's just like this doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. He's got a tiny, tiny little bowls yeah. he's putting out there. And, and he's putting and the it, smallest bowls I've ever seen out there <laughs> for us all he might to be look in a at. Plastic baggie that you take the goldfish home. It's in. terrible. Like the, these games that don't matter, they look like they don't matter. And the games that matter, uh, Jokic plays Greece. Yeah, locked the, in, locked in monster. Sorry, vote. No, you're good. Nothing important. I want to hear it. Uh, I just look. This is, this is kind of Jokic will do this, right? He does it in October, and right now March kind of gets to be October, and it's been cold out. It, to me, this is the <laughs> difference between him and some other superstars. Not that they're better than him, just the difference. I think there are a lot of guys who don't. It's actually not in their DNA to turn it down. They just go out and they play their ass. And, like, Jokic has this internal clock, for better or worse, right? There are times where you see it and you're like, oh, he's actually a genius, and he knows better than the rest of us when to play hard and when not to. But if you're hoping to see a guy play hard every night, when you get to low-leverage stuff, whether it's the beginning of the season or right now at the end, that's where his focus wanes. So, I mean, it's very clear these games don't mean a lot to him right now. Yeah. Doesn't it remind you guys, I mean, we were following Team Serbia. Didn't they lose all their exhibition games? Didn't they keep losing them all? And we kept being like, oh, man. And then they come out in the Serbia game, or the Greece game, which was the first one, yeah. and he was a monster. I do think you're right about this, that Yoke has that internal clock. I will say, though, last game, people were asking me on a scale of 110, how concerned were you? I said zero. I'm at a one now. So I'm, <laughs> I've registered on the scale. Yeah. I'm not concerned. But I am concerned just because... Yes, Jokic has always been above the conversation, but he did recognize it the other day. <laughs> For and the this, first and time this, ever. And this conversation is especially toxic. Like, I don't think Jokic cares if people say he sucks and he saw. I don't think he cares about that. But there are some things you say that are, like, hard to rise above because they're, they're not just about, oh, you don't respect me? I don't care about that. They start to become a symbol of things. And I don't know. I just wonder if it has gotten to him a little bit. That being said... Yeah. 37, 11, and 11 tonight. I actually thought he was pretty good. His three-point shot, four of six. It's just the defense, and I don't think that he was playing bad defense because he was mad at the conversation. Yeah, I agree with that. He shot 24 times tonight. It's, it's a lot. It's the first time he shot more than 20 times in a month. Wow. I, I think, I don't know this. This is just me. This is just my feeling. I bet Michael Malone got on him for not being aggressive enough the last couple games. And that's why he came out and shot so much tonight. Just knowing, got him up? Knowing Jokic, knowing how what? he thinks, knowing... You want a shot? <laughs> what has gone on in the past, that's my read. Yeah. I don't want to talk about this game anymore. <laughs> I hate right. this game. Why don't this we take a break? Sucked. Why don't we, why take, don't we a take a break? On the other side, maybe we'll have some guests on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get some yeah, guests Yeah, get on. me off this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Take us to break. Guys, DraftKings Sportsbook, they've got this uh, no-sweat same-game parlay going on right now. Uh, you can put a same-game parlay on the... How we do with our bets tonight, by the way? Uh, we won almost all of our bets. Oh, we did? Okay. So we yeah, did good they, on our bets tonight. The only thing... We won first quarter nuggets. We won uh, the parlay I put together. Jamal only go. had to hit two threes, which he did. Uh, it also included... Um, uh, Kentavious Caldwell Pope getting more than two steals, which he did in the first five minutes That's of the game. That's a lock, yeah. And then uh, the third part was uh, Jokic getting three re rebounds in the first quarter, which yeah. he did, no problem. Yeah, so we hit our bets. If you didn't and you did the no sweat same game parlay, it's all good. You get your money back. You can hit up a same game parlay in two days when the Nuggets 
host the Nets at home. Looking forward to that one. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up with code DNVR. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Um, also, Bacchus and Shanker. Bacchus and Shanker, uh, they win for Colorado families. They've been helping those who are seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years. And the coolest thing about Bacchus and Shanker, you don't pay them any money until they win your case. No upfront fees, no fees while they're working on Wait, your case. Wait, who is Bacchus and Shanker tonight? Tell um, wait, Jenna, who is Bacchus and Shanker? Mamu. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> what was yeah, say and, his name? And uh, Devin Vassell. <laughs> Ma- Mamu Kaleshvili. And uh, Devin Vassell. And Devin Vassell. I feel uh, like we yeah. just ruined their business. That was a bad ad read. <laughs> you don't pay them any money until they win your case. They won, they've won over $1 billion for their clients. They have offices in Denver, Aurora, Englewood, and Fort Collins. They help with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycles, ride share, pedestrians, trucks. They even help you if you're injured at work. 222-2222. The easiest number to remember. Call them. Bacchus and Shanker. There you go. Uh, back here, segment three. Our panel got way more interesting, you, you guys. We got rid of the dead weight. Yeah, yeah, flip it out. Let's even get more interesting here. I'm you done, have to guys. come back for the ad read, though. You have to come back for the third ad read. Hop in, hop in. Right, take, a, take a seat. Um, we tagged out the old guys, the old panel, man. They were they didn't have anything insightful to say. Um, from Mile High Sports, it's Ryan Blackburn. Hey. Oh, what's up, chat? How are you? Oh, <laughs> He's had some drinks tonight, I take it. No. Um, and then also from Denver Stiffs, Jenna Garcia. What's up, everybody? That was all you got? Yeah, I'm sad because they lost, and I don't really feel like talking about it. Uh, well, thanks for coming on the panel. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, brand new for the Denver Nuggets social team, hey, it's Nadia Hamini. What is Let's up, go. Nuggets Nation? I wish I could come here with a win for you guys, but... um. Is Nadia the bad luck? She might oh. be the bad luck. When did you arrive, actually, to be part I of the social team? I came here on Friday. Funny enough, somebody on the social team was like, Nadia has the highest winning percentage. Oh, God. And I had texted the group chat. I'm glad I got to bring a little luck with me. And then I, of course, jinxed you myself. You ruined it, so. yeah. Now One it's all two. downhill. Um, yeah. It happens. But real quick, before we get back into the game, so... We met at Summerling, student journalist. Yes. And now, in a, in four months, you've risen all the way up to now working yep. for the team. How yep. did that How did that happen? Uh, well, I graduated in December, and then I did a lot of job searching. Found out on LinkedIn and KSC that they were looking for a digital intern, and I was like, "This is perfect." I literally manifested it for myself. Told everybody that I've ever met that after graduation I wanted to move to Colorado, and then I found the position and. It was meant to be. So after lots of interviewing in January, it just came to fruition for me. It, it was meant to be for sure. So now you've lived in Colorado for one week. Exactly. Yeah. What's the early yes. report? It's awesome. I mean, it's it's a dream come true. I literally said I'm living the dream. We're That's chill, right? right? Yeah. Uh, no, literally. Like, it's crazy. I mean, I came from San Diego and I thought Basically like Californians the are the nicest people that I can meet. And then I come here and I'm like, this is just next level chill. Next level. That's right. Yeah. We're way more chill than, than San Diego. It's uh, basically <laughs> the same thing. It is basically the same. Um, Jenna, what? what's your takeaway from the night? Like, how, what do you make of this? Uh, I think it's time to adjust the bench. Like, it's been time. We needed to adjust the bench. Yeah. There were problems that needed to be addressed by now. Malone has to see it, right? 
right? Uh, like, he might be giving Reggie and Thomas Bryant a little extra time. They're number one in the West still. Ryan and I were just talking about this, but still. Oh, yeah, of course. But still, like. So here's the thing. Here's, the, here's where I want to go. We're saying a lot of the stuff tonight doesn't really matter, but you're saying the bench part of it does matter. I'm saying in the playoffs that bench is going to shrink and you need to know which guys you're shrinking out of it and which guys you're keeping in it. And I get why he's still letting them get some run in, but I think that it's time to figure out, you know, give some other guys a chance. Why did Christian Brown not come back in that game? It seems like an obvious opportunity for Christian to be a part of that game. So I mean, he was atrocious going one of one from three, um, grabbing <laughs> and, a rebound and, and having his a, position. a plus know, minus of know, zero yeah, in, his, in his minutes. Um, in all seriousness, though, Ryan, I mean, look, the bench is an issue. Where is the issue, though? I mean, I think it starts with Reggie. I think Reggie's the guy. <laughs> It's been tough. I, I've I've wanted to like kid. what he provides. <laughs> That's very col- very Colorado of yes, you, of course. Uh, no, I, I've I've wanted to like what he provides. I've wanted to give him a chance to see what he would do. And in my mind, it just feels like it, it's been very slow. It's been wild. It's been disorganized. And I, I looked at the numbers before this game, and this was before this game. Right. Maybe like a 94 offensive rating with Jokic off the court in like since the All Star break, and that's when Reggie came Man. around. So yeah. that's that's so bad. You know what distracts yeah. everything is wins and losses, and the Nuggets just kept winning. Right. Yeah. Honestly, they just kept winning. But the numbers said this, but it didn't matter. And, and honestly, Malone doesn't like to make changes when wins are occurring. No, ma- so, no matter what, how like, they no matter happen. what happens, it could yeah. be, hey, this lineup we know it's broken, but we're getting it done. Let's wait until there's a change. And right. in my mind, I, I've I've never been like that. I've always wanted to be more proactive, especially because you've got a very limited amount of time right. before this playoff starts. So you have to know if Christian Brown's going to be your guy. And and I I hope they know whether they think they can trust him or not. I don't know if they do. The other thing you have to notice, too, is that over their last 15 games, their last 10 games, their last five games, their defensive rating has dropped off. Like, they're no, you know, they're right. they're dropping off. They're losing. I think they were in six at one point, And then it just gets worse and worse as you get fewer and fewer games. And I think that's something you have to attribute a little bit to that new bench lineup. I also just look at the minute totals tonight, and you only get um, off the bench Reggie Jackson 17 minutes, Thomas Bryant 8 Jeff Green 16, because it'd be one thing if you were rolling those guys out for a big sample size and this or that, but it's like you don't even need it. You're out there for just so little, and it's mm-hmm. like this is not going well. you got to get them back out of there. I'm with you, though. Um, the Reggie Jackson piece of this makes it really complicated, and to me it's all about identity. I think the Nuggets only had an identity off their bench for a one-week period, and it's when they had the all-defensive lineup. And it wasn't necessarily good, but it was at least you know they were going to win or lose by grinding you out on defense and hopefully getting out in transition, and you know what to do. Right now, I look at it and I go, is this an offensive lineup? I don't think it is. It's not a bad one, but it's not a good one. Is it a defensive lineup? I don't think it is. And then you start to think, okay, well, how do they get stops? Is it rim protection and pressure? Probably not. How do they get points? Is it balls popping is it spread pick and roll i don't know that either and i think that's the problem with this one is it's not just that it's been bad but i'm not sure what the the process is towards getting good and that's the hard part about this do you remember the one bad stretch of the 2018-19 season for denver it was when isaiah thomas was inserted into the rotation over monte morris who was really good 
like Monte Monte had been great during that time. They had come up with a a nice little rhythm for that team. And and honestly, the bench was probably the biggest reason why that 2018-19 team was so good. Right. They had a positive net rating. That's you never have that in, right. in, in today's NBA without any stars on the court. So I gotta imagine, man, that like there are gonna be some ram like there there's gonna be some things come down. Like with this Here, here's the thing though. Here's the thing. Christian Brown, I don't know why he he did everything that was required of him. He did everything yep. that was asked in his minutes. When Reggie came in, he was cut out of the rotation. What would mm -hmm. it take for him to get back into it, Jenna? For Christian to get back into it? I I'm just, just saying, like, we're talking about, okay, well, maybe you would try Reggie out, Christian in. I just, I don't think that's going to happen. The biggest red flag for me is that the minutes where Reggie's on the floor don't feel different than when Bones was here. Mm. Balls in his hands. Balls in his hands. It doesn't feel like Reggie is bought into the system. A yeah. Jokic ball is not happening. It's the same exact thing, only a guy who's... 10 years older doing it and bones at least hit his shots right. like let's be honest <laughs> so i don't know what christian has to do to be brought back in i think it's just gonna be malone deciding to trust a young guy but christian has done everything i think he deserves it like i'd give him the benefit of the doubt he's a good defender and you know he's gonna at least put in the effort two game losing streak with a third game against toronto that you kind of got lucky on maybe that's enough for malone to try i mean christian did play tonight that's a step in that direction it so is. maybe there's Fair something enough. there and then of course vlaco chanchar was available but did not play tonight i suspect that the nuggets will be more likely to play him on sunday so yeah. maybe that changes and you continue to go there and see what happens let's step back though from this game just because i we can overanalyze these games guys we really can and i don't want to do it let's talk more big picture and nadia you know, this year, the Nuggets are at 46-21. and 21. They are the number one team in the West. Mm -hmm. Is there, you know, how are you feeling about this team? Like, what's your confidence level, and what are you seeing from them this year that maybe thinks that they can do it this time? I mean, my confidence hasn't unwavered. I mean, they've been great. I think this loss probably stings a lot more for myself, everybody else on this panel, and Nuggets Nation because of what happened in Chicago. And it's like two losses in a row. It's kind of like Murphy's Law. What's going to go wrong will mm. go wrong. Um, but, I mean, they're going to come home, play Brooklyn. Hopefully that be a good game and then go on the road. I know we were talking about it early. Maybe go 4-1 and one at best. Um, and then I think they're going to get right. I think what really will, like, kind of really change my confidence in the team and just Jokic overall. I, I don't want to think about MVP or anything like that, but what really I'm going to base it off of is how they perform against Philly and how they're going to perform against right, right. Um, Milwaukee and just right. teams that are actual contenders. I mean, Chicago and San Antonio are not teams that I'm worried about. So it's, you know, it, it happens to the best of the teams and it's it's going to happen to the Nuggets as well. Is there anything you want to see from them, though, in this player? Is there like a trait that you're hoping to see? I guess just team chemistry. It's not really so. I'm not worried about the the starting lineup. I'm more so worried about like the bench unit. I think that's really mm -hmm. good. What's gonna gonna make a difference in the team and the their playoff uh, run overall? Right. I want to see um, them win on the road. To be frank. Yeah, like, that's actually a big one. It is a big thing. Like in the playoffs, they're gonna have to at least win one on the road here and there, and it, they can't just rely on like. Well, we know we can like turn it on when we need to. Uh, you didn't tonight. Sixteen and sixteen on the road is it's not a championship road record. No, it's no, it's concerning, and that's where I'm really worried about. Like, I want to see them win on the road. They could get a couple of these wins. They should have got this win tonight. It should not have been even a tough road win, and it didn't didn't come to fruition. That's a little bit concerning for me. Ryan, you care more about the MVP, I think, than I do. 
Probably so, but like that's like a two versus a four on the scale. <laughs> okay. There you go. But that being said, I feel like Jokic was a lock to be MVP, and I still think he's a heavy favorite. But I do wonder, like some of these drop games, it's not fair. What happens in October is less important than November, December, January. And every as you go on, and I just look at, I was looking at the timeline tonight. There were a lot of people that were like, Denver lost to San Antonio. Like, what happened? I do feel like there'll be a little bit of reverberation, reverberations from this one. But to be honest, my big takeaway is I don't care. It might be a good thing. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of pressure. There's been a lot of undue pressure yeah. put on Nikola Jokic, and because greatness begets great expectations with right. him, and, and there have been great expectations with him, and it's it's unfortunately been put into such a really ugly standard right now that it, it's become less about the basketball and more about everything else. Uh, I do think that there are some weaknesses in his game that he is like the lack of effort, especially on the defensive end, like closing out to the perimeter and right. making sure he's getting like doing doing the detail stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I, I think that's hurt him, and I think that if you see big performances like Embiid had tonight with a game winner, uh, it, the the gap is going to close. It's right. not going to close all the way until those games on March 25th and March 27th, like Nadia mentioned, but. I do think that Denver, like, they are in a good place for Jokic to still get the MVP, but they've got to defend home court. I just don't, I don't think they're going to do that unless they get right on the road. Right, right. All right, let's do this. Before we go to our final break, let's just give some hot takes. Ooh, okay. Your hottest take about the Nuggets. Oh, I can't. Do you want to start us off? No, I need to Who has a hot a one bit. on top of mind? Uh, okay. My, my hot take, and, and I posted this last night on the timeline, is that the Warriors are not in my top three in terms of teams that are most dangerous to the Nuggets. I saw this. So the team that you replaced them with was Sacramento. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, is it because you think they're a good team? No. It's because you think they present a specific challenge? No, I think the Warriors are actually not good. Oh, you okay. So it's more or less About putting the, the Kings up and more taking the Warriors out. Exactly. Okay. Um, Which I think a, a lot of people would say is, is blasphemous. Here's why I think it's blasphemous, personally. And maybe, and we'll see how this goes. They haven't had their starting lineup. I, the Wiggins, to me, is an important piece. Bringing Looney off the bench, because then you start to go small and say, we'll just go to our small ball. To me, that is so different from the Warriors. It would even be different if you replaced Wiggins in the lineup with a Wiggins light. You know, just so whatever their facsimile is of Wiggins. Then I could look at it and say, yeah, but how much better is Wiggins in here? But the fact that they changed their lineup that much... To me, I'm like, that's the fake Warriors. It'd be like if the Nuggets didn't have Michael Porter Jr. and instead replaced him with a, a maybe even Bruce Brown a little bit, where you're like, yeah, but he's such a different player that it's a different texture. It's not not really a surprise to me. Like, I, It was a hot take for a reason. Yeah. And, and I do think that there, there's a lot of folks that are very, like, they're, they're giving the Warriors a pass for yeah. being 7-26 and 26 on the road. And 7-26 and 26 is 7-26. and 26. Like, I know Denver lost to the Spurs tonight, but they're still 500. Like right. you have to be really bad in order to lose to some of these teams that th that they've been facing. And <laughs> I know that they still have that hangover. I understand that 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 will go away in the playoffs. But I've I've been on the build championship habits thing, and I don't think they've built any. I the, where I'm with you on the Warriors is I don't know if they're the the. the the Warriors have sneaky been great defensively. This is why yeah. they're winning champions. Their offense, they have offensive firepower. They have explosiveness. But it's been very up and down. And some years it's actually not been what you would think. But defensively, they've always been great. I just don't know if they're a good defensive team anymore. And to me, that's why yeah. I'm with you in that. I think the Warriors are dangerous because Steph is dangerous and they've been there. And Clay is, it's actually Clay. Clay just goes for 40 every now and then on bad shots. And it right. sucks. And then you probably lose those games. And maybe he does it. 
But I am with you in that I don't think they're the defensive team that they have been in years past, and that alone is probably enough that if they played each other, I would take the Nuggets. What's your hot take? My hot take is that Michael Porter Jr. has a 40-point game in the playoffs, at least a 40-point game in the playoffs. Huge playoff series coming from MPJ. <laughs> a series or a game? I that think was two takes. I'm saying I you think, I think he'll have one. a big series, at least like one that. big series, but he'll definitely have a 40-point game. I love this one. I love this one. I think Michael Porter has been sneaky very, very good recently. Been. We all talk about the buy-in and this or that, but I even think just the, the general play – are you worried at all about the de defense? You know what? I actually think that the Nuggets have found a way to make Michael Porter more efficient on defense. They're using his length appropriately this year. He's doing a really good job of closing out at the three-point line. I, I don't worry about his defense. Maybe they hunt him a little bit, but I think that he's putting in a lot more effort, first of all, on the defensive end, which was a big problem before. You have yeah. to put in effort when it comes to defense. It's just not fun to d just defend you know it's not the same thing as just hitting shots right. you actually have to try it's not always fun michael porter jr has done that this season for the most part in a lot of uh in a lot of matchups i think we give him the benefit of the doubt and maybe he gets hunted in a series maybe he gets played out of a series just be depending on matchup but that's what i'm saying is he might not be great in one series, but there is going to be one series where he's the difference maker. How many times in NBA history would you guess? Maybe Bronco Squatch is in the chat and he can look this up. But how many times in NBA history would you guess a player has scored 40 in the playoffs without scoring that in the regular season? Wow. Oh, I be bet you it has yeah. not happened it's more than five times very ever. It's probably very few. But I think that MPJ is the kind of guy that he can get hot. Like It doesn't matter if, if they actually think and run sets for him like yeah. they should have against Chicago when Jamal was locked up like they could run more opportunities run more plays that specifically get MPJ open and now with his threat at the rim too like his ability to take it to the rim and finish this season I, th I think he does it like way, I fully trust he can do I it. like that you mentioned this about Chicago I seeing some of the takes I wasn't on the show that day you know in the mid I was so impressed with Alex Caruso. That guy yes. is an unbelievable defender. I thought Jamal Murray was working so hard to get open on screen. Look, Denver was collectively not doing a good job of setting screens and everything else yeah. that no. led to this. But I just watching Alex Caruso, I'm so impressed by KCP as well in this thing. But Caruso is the hardest player to screen, man. Mm -hmm. That guy, if you had a backcourt of Caruso and KCP as a defensive Whatever, no team would ever score in the perimeter. Those guys are unbelievable. It's crazy. There, there was a team that had that, and then they willingly gave it up. Who? The Lakers. Oh, the Lakers. You're right. That was the Lakers. you got to be yeah. kidding me. And that's why the Lakers aren't the same defensive team as they were in the bubble. I can't believe. You're right. I didn't even think of this. You're right. Those two guys insane. were on the same team, and they got rid of them. Insane. All right, Nadia, you had some time to think. All you right. better be really spicy. This better be a six-pack I, I don't know. Spice I feel it up. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this kind of goes against my worries earlier, but I think the bench is going to get it together by the time of the playoffs. And Seven I pepper takes. Wow. <laughs> really? Okay, okay. I, I say that just because I saw something earlier that the Denver Post had um, posted it today about AG saying, like, I don't want a championship for myself. I want it for Yoke. Yoke doesn't right. want a championship for himself. He wants it for Jamal. He wants it for MPJ. Yeah. Um, and I think that the Nuggets, by the time of the playoffs, are really just going to have that mindset of really coming together for each other and not, like, you know, one-man mentality. Um, and by the time of the playoffs, I think the Nuggets are going to be an absolute unit. I don't want to sound like John Morant, like we're fine in the West, but I, I don't know. I think the Nuggets, by the time of the Please playoffs, they're going to get it together, and I think they're going to be a juggernaut. And, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of injuries and stuff in the West. I feel like guys are kind of dropping like flies, and 
I think the Nuggets, I don't want to say the Nuggets are fine in the West, but. They're not, by the way. Like, okay, yeah. There, there's no doubt that they could lose. I think that they will win. Yeah. But there's no doubt that they could lose to any of the teams that I mentioned before. Like, like they could lose to the Warriors. They could lose to the Kings. They could lose to the Grizz. And people I have mean, to get the, it through their head that it could happen. The issue I have with that take or the thing that gives me pause about it is I'm not sure who the bench is going to be. I mean, yeah. we just talked about is, are, would you ever try pulling Reggie and trying something else? Thomas Bryant hasn't exactly been good. Actually, let alone great, but hasn't even been good. What's that? Got benched tonight, as did Christian Brown. So part of me just wonders, I mean, Vlaco Chanchar, Sunday's game will be extra interesting because I want to see, okay, Vlaco, does he play? The, the darkest timeline to me is that Vlaco just doesn't play. He gets uh, Zeke Naji. He's so disappointed. Oh, man. that would be sad. Where he got injured for the tiniest amount of time, but then just never gets a chance again. I don't think that'll happen. Um, but Jeff Green, does he play? Is do you? We talked about Aaron Gordon staggering. If that happens, one of those guys is out, If you know, if not both. So... To me, the one I look at is, again, I always come back to identity. What, who is it? What are you trying to do? The one thing we don't see that I would love to see is Michael Porter at the four with that bench unit. I just think that that lineup doesn't have enough scoring and you need a defensive lineup. So I look at it and I go, if you give him Michael Porter, that might make elevate them to a good offensive unit. Just the one player. Does it make them better defensively? Probably not. I would also go to maybe like a Christian Brown or something else to try to bolster it. But to me, I, I just... I don't have faith that the Nuggets are going to arrive at the right combination off the bench, and that's why I'm. I hope you're right, but that's I hope why. So I, too. <laughs> then you can tell me I told you so. Michael Malone has a lot of smart people around him. I think that's one thing he's done well is put a smart staff around him. We know that because a lot of his staff has gotten picked up by other teams, you know, throughout the the years that they've been building to this point. And mm-hmm. I really want to believe that the team, the staff that he has around him, is going to highlight those lineups that have worked well. And in, with the bench and those lineups that haven't, and really help kind of assist him in, like they should, as assistant coaches, assist him in making the right decision when it comes to that but, bench. But because do you think he's done that though? Because one thing he's had smart people around him before, and I feel like if I have a critique, and I think Michael Bone's a good coach. Every coach mm-hmm. has flaws, so this is by no means an all-encompassing one. Yeah. But I think one of, if not his single worst trait, is that I think he often fi- times fails to find the right lineup, especially when you're talking about. There's not a great one. You just have to find the best bad one. It shouldn't be this hard to play Christian Brown in these situations. Yeah. It shouldn't be this hard to trust. It's been trust, two weeks, three weeks. Yeah, of it. to trust Vlaco Chanchar. Like it sh- it sh- and I know that Vlaco's been injured lately. Right. And he should right. be in the rotation, probably will be in the rotation, but there's always that inkling that you, you never know. You never know what's actually going to happen. Like, Why hasn't AG played the five for like more than two games? Another thing that's interesting about this, though, is... Vlaco was on our show earlier this week and said, my favorite position is point forward. He said power forward, but really point forward. And I remember thinking, I think of him as a connector, but he's almost representing, no, I can even take more than that. Like, I want to be a guy that stirs the pot. And I got to tell you something. I agree. I actually think he's good at that. And when you talk about taking a Reggie out, putting a Christian in, what do you lose? Ball handling and creation. Vlaco, I don't know if this late in the season Malone would be willing to say, well, let's see if Vlatko can be the lead fulcrum and playmaker off the bench. I would love to see it. you try it. I just don't know if we're actually going to get the, the minutes of that. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have see. to wait and see. All right, let's take a break. We'll get to Super Chats. You guys can help me through Super Chats the rest of the way. Is Wind coming to do ad breaks? No, I'll do <laughs> I'll get, it for I'll you. you can, I'll I, do them. You know what? It's fine. <laughs> 
Pins and Aces, the official golf apparel partner of DMVR. We love our Pins and Aces gear. We get tons of compliments on them. I'm always getting complimented for my attire. You know this, Jenna. I'm always... Never has that ever happened. Nadia, you know my style, my taste, um, how I present myself to the world. Always getting complimented. They're family-owned uh, apparel business based right here in Denver, Colorado. It makes them local. They do an amazing job with polos, hats, golf bags, and even our favorite beer sleeve. How many beers, Nadia? Seven. Oh, it's- sorry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> How many beers uh, would you need to keep cool on the golf course for 18 holes? Oh, God, in this altitude? In this altitude, yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe like four. Wow, you could get enough beer for you and a partner with this <laughs> beer sleeve that holds seven beers. Check out pensandaces.com, use promo code DMVR, receive. <laughs> <laughs> that tiny king comes in with it. Uh, use promo code DMVR, receive 15% off your first order and free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. We also want to tell you guys, you got another week here to apply for our Breckenridge Brewery's ge- uh, ultimate game day experience. Here's how cool this is. We've got about a thousand entrants, I think, somewhere around a thousand entrants. So you have really wow. good odds of winning this one. And what do you get when you enter? Well, you get tickets to the New Orleans Pelicans game courtside. Have you ever sat courtside? I have sat courtside. First game ever, OKC, (laughs) when KD was still there. That's right. Did you fly your private jet there? Is that what you did? Uh, No, but... Yeah. Someone flew in on a private jet. The only person on our show. (laughs) (laughs) The only person on our show who sat courtside is Dev. Yeah, freaking Dev. Oh, do we have some shots of Rakia? Hell yeah. Oh, just for the newcomer. That's in the yeah, there was somebody Actually, in the perfect. chat who said Rakia for the Thank girls, you. and I'm down for that. There you go. You get two tickets to courtside. You get two access to Club Lexus. You get a free DNVR t-shirt uh, and a parking pass. It'll be a great time. What do you need to do? Well, you go to the dnvr.com slash Breck Sweeps. Breck Sweeps. Uh, and you got to be 21 or older to enter. That's all it is. I'm telling you, you have great odds. I saw a bunch of people applying for some other sweepstakes to sit courtside, and I was thinking... There are probably like a million people that applied to that. Ours, much smaller. <laughs> Your odds are much higher. Yeah. So do that one. Um, no brainer. All right. We have a, we have, is this a Rakia shot? This is have a Rakia, Rakia shot. Nope, never. You've never had it? No, no, is I don't think they Scrano? have Rakia in San Diego. Right, are they well, drinking a Scrano or are they drinking? Yeah. Is this a Scrano? All right, this is a Scrano, the Rakia that we serve at the very DMV bar. But you say Jeevali. Don't be offensive. Jeevali. Jeevali. I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs> Your mom would I can't approve of this. We're forcing her to drink. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. All right. Interesting. Oh, good. Wow. Interesting. Well, there you guys go. Um, all right. Let's pull up some super chats. I'm told we have some people that Brown super chatted us. The what? Five 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 ish says if you can't stand with the Nuggets at their worst, you can't stand with them at their best. Rough patch of games so far, but we will bounce back. It is a it is a rough stretch here. To be honest with you, man, I think Nuggets Nation's fine. I don't. I haven't been online a whole lot lately. I haven't been on Twitter. <laughs> is, it, is it a dumpster fire? Twitter's a rough place it's right a rough now, place. man. I, you know, I haven't you, been on Reddit. You open it up lately. every morning. You strap in. You go to war. That's that's what Twitter is. Somebody these told days. me Reddit was mad at me for something a couple days ago. That I was like, how can you be mad at this? Like, what are we doing here? In like, the words what? of Nikola Jokic, it's not healthy. It isn't healthy. <laughs> what would they have been mad at you about? I can't remember, but it was yeah, something from like three days ago, and they were really mad about something. I can't remember. Your impeccable style. Been so bad. Okay. What was I thrown to you for? We were going on Super Chats. There it is. I never want to see a three-guard lineup again, never. Malone does love his three-guard lineups, man. He really loves them. He was a point guard, you know. 
Well, I don't know why that would make him love three guard lineups. I mean, if anything, he should recognize as a point guard that that's not the best lineup to throw <laughs> out there. If you were the coach, you'd probably have Joe Harris. Oh, shut you'd up. Have, <laughs> four curly haired shooters out there at all times. Uh, Sam I'm not says, an MVP voter for the record. Sam says Jokic already didn't look like he was enjoying the season. Now it looks like he's miserable playing basketball. <laughs> I think I agree with on both accounts, unfortunately. I do too. I agree on I do both too. accounts. What do we always hear? He's going to play as long as it's fun. This year definitely feels like it's taking a little bit more extra out of him. Well, they better win the championship this year. <laughs> tell, will you tell all of us to stop whining? Will you like slap us around? Just say, come on, guys. Nadia, see, the thing about? is, we do this every single night. We do it every night. Yeah. It's so true. <laughs> Our job is to be emotional, I feel like. I mean, it keeps the fans coming back. Look at all these super chats. Man, look at all yeah. these super there, chats. Yeah. They're just to yell at us. Uh, anatomy says, is this a anatomy buff? Jokic single-handedly dismantling all of the narratives in two games. Now the Nuggets fly even more under the radar. Chess move. Love the content, guys. This is an A-plus super chat. This should have been my big takeaway tonight. This actually should have been. Um, What was this game tonight about flying under the radar? This was about him losing the MVP. Uh, Lose the MVP. Nobody's picking you. Be completely under the radar. He has single-handedly shed like two of his top MVP resume lines in the last couple games yes under 50 percent. you're right triple double in a loss it's so funny because those meant so much to me even if he didn't win the mvp i, I know, just wanted man. to be able to i say, wanted him to can i ask something though like again i don't want to jinx it but when we win the championship are you <laughs> going to remember the games in march against the chicago bulls of and course the San Antonio not Spurs? of course not of course not i will remember that he lost one game with a triple double though that one will stick yeah. out it would have been cool <laughs> to be 30 I know. And 0. like 30 yeah, you know is yeah. just so much yeah. better than 29 and one uh, so much better but Alas, he's going to get a Sambor double of perfect triple doubles here. <laughs> uh, Jacob says, actually, it's Christensen. It might be Jakob. Says, love Yoke's love signature hands down D. Kills the soul. That was a bad super chat. I hope you feel bad for that one. That was a negative Nancy. Although, also accurate. Yeah. Uh, King Momo comes Holy in with a hundo shit. piece. King Momo. Congrats to <laughs> Nadia on her big move to Denver. Sorry that your first night at TNVR Bar had to be an <laughs> ugly L, but F it. We ride or die. Right. Shots of your finest rakia for Nads. Is it Nods or Nads? It's Nods. Nads is inappropriate. Yeah, well. <laughs> shots, you didn't shot, hear it? Shots, you didn't hear shots it? for Nads and the boys, Jeevily. Um, what a great chat. My favorite part about that is they paid us. Yeah. yeah it was for you, but they paid us. Yeah. Shout out to you don't King get Momo. any of that now. Yeah, they should shout out to King Momo, <laughs> King of all kings. King Momo got me into DMVR and the Denver Nuggets. Hell yeah, King Momo. Oh, awesome. Wow. That's an incredible awesome. friend from back home. JP says to two to get you through. Thanks for watching. So I don't have to. <laughs> I I do think a, a good course of action tonight would just be to watch the losers lounge and don't watch the game. A lot of people do this. In fact, yeah. a lot of the surfs tonight's say a night for that. They wake up, look at the score, and if it's a win, they'll watch the game and then the yeah. show. And if it's a loss, they'll just watch the show. I, which I don't see honest, anything wrong with that. They're living in the year twenty eighty, man. Like for that's sure. the way to do it. No, yeah. if I woke up right now, would I want to watch that game knowing the Nuggets lose to the Spurs? No, hell no, man, hell no. no. But I would watch the Losers Lounge. Ryan says, this wasn't a bad loss. The Nuggets were just beaten. I think there's so much we can learn from this one. So positive. <laughs> I, would, I would disagree. I, was I don't know if there's anything to learn from it. But I, <laughs> he did pay. Oh, I mean, you're right. It's the Thank real you for the super chat. The but I would along the way. respectfully disagree. Oh. 
What friends did they you make? You guys. Michael Porter didn't make any friends tonight. <laughs> We're friends, right? Oh, I, we, didn't oh, even yeah. give, we didn't even give enough. Let's give a second here of really give some praise to MPJ. I freaking love MPJ. Yeah. I love MPJ and I hate Zach Collins. Yeah. I yes. hate Zach Collins. Also oh, accurate. The one thing I'll say is I love that he dunked on him. I love that he uh, Ooh, got in his face. Oh, there it is, the Gogurt. <laughs> Man, that, that's a that's a really rough Gogurt though. Seven one and Except one. Except for the last line. Yeah, Zach Collins' Zach dad Collins is good. Zach Collins' dad, I love that. Why he did play well. It sucks that it ended. It oh, sucks yeah. that it ended. It should be. Yeah. But I love that he screamed at him. I love that Zach Collins got in his feelings about it, and I hate that he got thrown out for that. Man, here's what that play was. You know what it was? If you watched it live when he gets in his face, he goes like this. But if you freeze frame it, it looks like he's like holding him, yeah. Yeah. like he's choking him. He yeah. wasn't really choking him. No. He might have had one second of choking. What I'm was also great about that was if you look at the rest of his teammates, yeah. like they were loving it, man. Oh, yeah. Jamal Murray was like laughing. Thomas Bryant looked like he was about to go to war. Like, would have been the best thing. When those the fan base might have liked him if he Thomas Bryant almost like walked into a suspension, walking off the bench, like almost went to war for MPJ in that moment. Would have made it so much easier on Malone. Ooh. <laughs> hey, I liked the vibe MPJ was giving. At too. least he actually stood it. up for himself. You don't see him show a lot of emotion. Mm -hmm. You don't see him actually like stand up. I practically consider him a pilgrim. So with the way he behaves, you know, and he's a pilgrim, maybe a, a pilgrim, a pastor, something like that. You know, a pilgrim. Yes, he's very reserved. <laughs> All right. He's very reserved because I think he knows, you know, he needs to watch what he says. So or does. And he does most of the time keep it under control. But tonight he actually showed a little bit of emotion. I liked it. I thought we need to see more of that. From yeah. Him. Here's another thing. Zach Collins. Don't. Shove a guy from behind who's had three back sur surgeries, man. Like, yeah. Oh, come on. I mean, don't do that. It's not <laughs> shoving a guy and not expecting retaliation. Where have we seen this before? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Full yoke. Uh, Duke says, Duke McPherson. Hell Love yeah. Love it. What's Hell up, yeah. Duke? What's Short up, Duke? Sweet. Ten bucks for that one. Shout out to Duke. Uh, Judd says, Chill mode. Nuggets are hard to watch, but let's keep the perspective. Nothing about the last two games worries me. Let's start acting like fans of the dominant number one seed. Let's go. Uh, you're right. Unfortunately, we have to do this for an hour every day. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been a really short post-game show yeah. if we would have done that. Look, but it, would, it is yeah. the right take. It would be easy to come on here after every loss and be like, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. All right, all. let's end the show. Yeah, let's end the doesn't show. Doesn't matter. Is it the right take, though? Because so many times, if you're not a homer, if you're not yeah. a Nuggets fan, yeah. every other fan base right now is saying, exactly. This is I why. Yeah. This is exactly why the Nuggets aren't winning a championship because they don't, they can't beat a uh, 11 seed or whatever, 14 seed Spurs. I mean, ulti ultimately, that? we don't know, but I think it's definitely most likely it's the right take. Yeah. I, look, every championship team, the, the 96 Bulls lost to the Nuggets that won 11 games that year. No, you're going to lose games, yes. I'm just saying. I'm saying you're like, going to lose to crappy teams sometimes, and I don't, to say it's indicative or not, yeah, but will be a counterfactual when the season's over. If they win, we'll say, well, that game didn't matter. And if they do, there will be the ability to say, I knew it when they lost to the Spurs. I knew <laughs> no, it. No, but the Spurs are a crappy team based on their standings, but they actually played some good process tonight and actually outplayed the Nuggets. That's what I'm saying. <sighs> Nuggets, I'll say, I will say this. One of the things about the Nuggets, and I think this is more a regular season thing, but it is the Nuggets don't make it hard on you that, that often on the defensive end. Usually they score easy on you, but they don't all often make it easy. And I think that a team like the Spurs, good process, sure. 
but it's also easy when you're just like waltzing past Jokic at the rim yes. for these wide these layups that I just I don't think the Spurs are going home to like taking an ice bath tonight because it was such a grind of a game tonight. They're going out to the Riverwalk. <laughs> do people go out to the Riverwalk? I, I do assume, Spurs go out I to the Riverwalk? Are they going to tour the Some Alamo people tonight? Do. Zach Collins to is ice bathing all the touristy <laughs> places. <laughs> Uh, Let's hit the 1030 tour. Let's <laughs> get it, man. Rainforest <laughs> <laughs> Cafe, rock and roll. Uh, Michael Weiss, last one. I'm not worried, he screams. Missed a few layups in threes. Spurs over delivered. Welcome, Nadia. Go Nuggets. You? F off. <laughs> I've been on the show Jenna before. Jenna has been on the show before. <laughs> I'm just saying, two super chats. Yeah. Zero. <laughs> so I'm not trying to keep score here, Jenna. You're in the wrong seat. Ryan, zero, zero super chats. I'm in the D-line seat. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've just made it weird. I'm sorry. Anyway, you want to uh, respond to Mr. Weiss? To Mr. Weiss? Yeah, he was the one that just said go now. Oh, Nadia. thank you, Mr. Weiss. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> You're calling him Mr. Weiss. I'm just, I'm just thinking about how you were just harping they on did. Jenna. Yeah, they did already. Yeah, yeah they already did the. They rock enjoyed game. it. Thank you guys. All right, guys, we have to get out of here. Is there any last takes, Nadia? Welcome to Colorado. Thank we're you so, so excited much. to happy have to you. Happy to be here. Thank you. I'm happy you guys have embraced me with open arms. You came at the perfect time, as I've mentioned many times. We have daylight savings on Sunday, one of my favorite days of the year. This is yeah, when Adam says the perfect time, he doesn't mean mention. the Nuggets about to win a championship. He means daylight savings just, is almost here. And maybe it's that's be what better. they've been waiting for, actually. I'm telling you, 57 degrees. We're almost about to 60. We're having barbecues. Maybe Yoke is a daylight saving times guy. He might be. Honestly, I'll bet you Yoke Sunday is going to have extra pep in his step with that. He'll miss. He'll lose an hour of sleep. I bet you he gets a haircut too. Yes, yes. I was just gonna say he, he needs a haircut. haircut. Actually, this is a great take. Absolutely, yeah. do this for is the a great take. Well, he he's about to get one because he's got to get one before they go on the road. So he's it, it's coming. Are we getting a haircut, Jokic, on Sunday? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think yes, so. Yes, absolutely. All right, there you go. Hit that outro music for us, Kale. Everybody, is it already going? All right, there you go. Everybody, thanks so much for hanging out with us. You guys are the real ones, especially the super chatters. Super chat in the losers lounge. First team. Automatic first team. Hit the like button. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Sunday.